So for this guided meditation, I'd like to invite you into the exploration of equanimity. And equanimity is one of the, is actually considered the fourth of the heart practices with loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. The four together, they, they interact with each other and balance each other. And with this practice, this guided meditation, I thought maybe we might get a, a taste of the flavor of equanimity. Because each one of the heart qualities has a different taste, has a different flavor. And the flavor of equanimity is a mind that is not in any kind of reaction. So it's a mind that is free of any aversion and grasping. Now, there might actually be that moving in the mind, but there is that which knows that, that is equanimous. The equanimous awareness, we might call it, that part of our mind that isn't in reaction to what it's observing or what it's knowing or what it's seeing. So it's an interesting kind of uh, subtlety that it doesn't necessarily mean that the, that, the, that the content of the mind is going to be free of grasping, but we know that which is free. It's that sense of that one that can notice, that can witness, that can observe, that can simply know. Catherine's been talking about it, you know, the, the, there's the spin and there, there's that which knows the spin, which is not a spin. So that is the equanimous mind. The Buddha describes a mind filled with equanimity as abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and ill will. The word in Pali is upeka, which is translated very in a very lovely way as to look over. Right? To look over, it's to be able to see what's here without getting caught by it. Kind of that going over, looking over without the hook. It also refers to this capacity to stand in the middle of something with a balance, an inner strength and a stability that we actually go into the experience and yet there's a steadiness to be able to stay present and centered. So when we practice equanimity, we're learning how to rest without falling into extremes of this wanting and the not wanting, the grasping and the aversion. This is how the mind moves. So it's the experience of a still mind, a peaceful mind that is free of this reactivity. It's not easy to practice because circumstances can be so triggering for us, inner and outer conditions. 
So when we practice equanimity in a formal way, as we will today, it really allows us to rehearse for when we are actually facing these more challenging conditions. We have a way to perhaps begin to feel into this quality of non-reactivity. This non-reactivity implies a kind of acceptance or an allowing of what is to be as it is. Sometimes equanimity is called a radical acceptance of the way things are. It's like a starting point. It's not an end point. It doesn't mean we don't then take action, but it means that we have a good ballast. We have a good support under our feet so that we can be, and we could be steady and not fall into our reactivity. The equanimity allows us to find a place to rest. And if we can, we see, we can see whatever is in front of us, whatever is happening within our experience with much more clarity and a much more balanced and spacious awareness. So as we practice, we start to get a feel for that which interferes with this mind that can be still, that can be peaceful in the face of difficulty. So what we do as this, in this formal practice is that we direct our attention to a situation that is difficult for us. It's like we actually bring to mind, it's in these Brahma-Vihara practices, in these heart practices, we're actually using the mental uh, activity, the mental imagery to bring forth um, situations, people, whatever, that we can then bring into our imagination and then work, be in relationship with to see how the heart is moving. To see if in this case with equanimity, whether we can find balance, find some balance in the, in the center of this situation. And with equanimity, we're not, we're actually working with our own heart and mind and the quality of our own heart and mind Whereas with the other, other three Brahma-viharas, we're, we're wishing for the other to be happy or we're wishing for the other to be free of suffering. In this case, we're not extending that to, I wish they would be more equanimous. <laughs> I wish they would be more centered. <laughs> I mean, because then that's going to throw us off balance. But in this case, we're actually continuing to bring the attention back to our own heart and how am I in relationship to what's happening? So because we're bringing in something that's difficult to, to kind of test the mind and the heart, to work with it, there can be some reaction, right? So we actually might find ourselves as we bring the images to our, our, our mind's eye, that then we start to feel the reaction, the aversion, the anger. This is not unusual. Or we might also slip into withdrawal, like I don't want to go near that. We can notice how the mind will slip off of the image, 
or the memory into kind of an indifference or a detachment, which is the near enemy of equanimity. It looks like equanimity, but it's actually aversion and withdrawal. <laughs> so, so it's possible as we continue to practice this, we can start to see how the mind actually goes into reaction with the situations that we find challenging. If this actually happens, then we just continue doing the practice because the practice itself is to see if we can come to more balance. And we, use, we do that with words, just like in the loving-kindness or the other practices. There are particular words that we'll draw on, that we'll repeat, that might help us uh, feel into this place of non-reactivity. So whatever happens, we just keep holding ourselves with kindness. And this is really where the metta, the loving-kindness, supports the equanimity. Because if we find ourselves falling into that reactivity, then we don't want to then judge ourselves and get reactive to ourselves because then we're just reinforcing the very habits of mind that keep us from feeling, feeling equanimous. So the metta really helps hold that so we don't, fall into those reactive patterns, bringing kindness, kindness to what we see in our own mind and heart. And if it ever gets too hard, feels like it's too much, we can just shift over to doing the loving-kindness practice. You can let go of the equanimity practice and just do the loving-kindness. Or if that's even too hard, we just go back to mindfulness or vipassana. Just, just being with whatever's here and as much as we can, holding ourselves with kindness. That's kind of how it works. So we begin with finding a posture that can support us for this period of time. A posture of dignity, of nobility, And with equanimity, it can be helpful to actually feel the attention in the body or even in the belly. So it gives us a a ground of support, kind of a ballast in our awareness where we feel centered, we feel grounded. And of course, we may feel too the quality of the heart because in order to do the equanimity practice, we do uh, extend from a place of goodwill and good intention, wholesome intention. So this movement, kind of the sense of the belly and the body energy, the heart energy kind of being suffused with our attention. And taking some breaths. Bringing our attention into this present moment experience, connecting and gathering our attention here. If there's tiredness in the mind, which sometimes there is at this time, we just eat, we use the coming back to the words, coming back to the sounds, the intention to do the practice. That's where we return to as well as we can. And we begin with a reflection. 
invite you to reflect on the benefits of having a balanced and equanimous mind. Understanding that it brings us courage in the face of change. And when we're not able to control and have things go the way we want them to. Or when things become too difficult for us. We can reflect on the truth that things are outside of our control. All things are impermanent. They arise and pass away. As we reflect on it, it may help us to let go, to rest, rather than struggle. I invite you now to bring to mind a situation that involves another person or a group of people where you would like to feel more balance in yourself, more centered, more equanimous. Maybe not the most difficult situation to start with, but a situation where you notice that you begin to feel some ripples in the mind or some contraction in the heart when you think of this person or situation. It would be a health situation, a financial situation, a generally stressful situation for you. situation that causes you some concern. And bringing that to mind. Perhaps seeing the image of the people or the feeling in the body and the heart. Letting that come in now. Notice what happens as you invite that in. And we begin with feeling the body. Feel what's happening in the body. And check to see if you can feel some ballast, some support in your body as you open to this situation. Noticing any barriers that may be arising that might interfere with you accepting the situation as it is. And if you notice that, begin to relax.
And as you feel into this situation, I invite you to bring these phrases to mind, saying to yourself, May I be balanced and at peace. May I be open to the way things are. May my heart be big enough to hold the joys and sorrows without being overwhelmed. As you breathe, breathing in this wish, may I be balanced and peaceful. And as you stay in connection with this situation, coming back, checking in with the feelings, check your attitude in your heart and mind. And as much as you can, let these phrases be infused with care, inclining your mind towards acceptance of the way things are. Can you feel any place that's holding you back, where the heart is closed in fear or attachment or aversion? Perhaps saying, it's okay, it's okay. Really saying that to ourselves, maybe the situation doesn't feel okay, but does our heart feel okay? Perhaps this phrase, This is how my heart is right now. This is the way my heart is right now. Being able to come into contact with acceptance is the equanimity. Things don't necessarily have to change, but we can open to the way we are and the way things are with more balance, with more clarity, with more ease, because we're recognizing the truth. Relaxing places of tension, places of holding. May I open to how things are right now. As I consider the situation, I can ask myself, can I bring more wisdom and compassion to this situation that will allow my heart to open 
and to be in balance. Breathing. Repeating the phrases. May I be balanced and at peace. May my heart be big enough to hold the joys and sorrows without being overwhelmed. May I be open. May I be balanced and peaceful. Breathing, relaxing in the body, the mind. Again, if the mind is drifting off, just coming back to the words, to the sound of my voice, to the intention of the practice. If you feel you're getting stirred up, some emotional reactivity, just holding that as well as you can with a balanced, centered attention. And now I'd like to bring another situation into the heart, mind. Another person, this time a loved one, or a dear friend, or a family member, who again you might find some difficulty with. It might be particular kinds of difficulties, not just all the time, but certain kinds of situations that bring about this reaction or contraction. It could be a situation whose, what they're going through brings you some concern or worry Again, could be health situation. Again, not someone who it's so overwhelming with, but someone who you would like to feel more equanimity around. <coughs> Something about the situation that's difficult to accept and you wish it were different. 
See what comes to mind, what comes to your heart. We'll begin by reflecting how it is for this person in their life right now. How they're handling themselves. And see if you can accept how it is for them, what they might be going through. We can say the phrase, this is how it is for you in your life now. There are many causes and conditions that come together that create things to be the way they are. This is how it is now. All beings have their own journey. This is your journey. With great care, I accept how things are for you now. You see, if we can touch that place in ourself where we can allow things to be, as they are. Remembering that we're working with our own mind, our own heart, not trying to change the other person or make things better for them. We're just trying to find some inner balance and acceptance for how things are. If we breathe... All beings have their own journey. This is your journey now. And then turning back to our own heart, checking to see how is it? What's there? And then saying the phrases, the equanimity. This is how it is for me now. May my heart open to the situation with more balance and care. May my heart be at ease. May I accept the ups and downs of my heart with more equanimity. And when those words fade away, just gentle breathing in and out. 
finding your own way, resting the mind, resting the heart. Finding your way with the words or without the words. Inclining the mind towards acceptance. Inclining the mind towards equanimity. May I be balanced and at peace. May I be open to the way things are. May my heart be big enough to hold the joys and sorrows without being overwhelmed. And extend this wish. The wish itself is infused with care. Infused with kindness and equanimity. Breathing, noticing where your mind is. It's slipping off. Is there dullness, indifference? And we notice this without reaction, without aversion, judgment. Do we feel some anger, agitation, wanting in the mind? Can we see that? Extend this wish. May I be balanced and at peace. May I be open to the way things are. And now, I invite you to extend this wish out, outward, in all directions. 
Embracing all beings everywhere. First extending to the people in this room. Then the people in the building. All beings everywhere, including their stories, their history, their journey. All beings have their own journey. All humans, all non-humans, all with their own story, their own history. Extending this wish that all beings may find balance and be at peace right in the center of it all. Standing in the center. May all beings have their hearts be big enough to hold the joys and the sorrows of this world without being overwhelmed. Finding the center. May all beings find balance and be peaceful. The peace that comes from releasing our reactions, our demands, our expectations. Finding our ground to stand in steadiness. And as we come to the end, I want to bring or invite you to bring your awareness back to the heart center and surround yourself in a field of loving kindness, holding yourself with kindness as you breathe. And then let that metta flow out to someone who's near you or someone that you love. 
surrounding that person in loving kindness. Allowing the heart to be filled with the warmth of loving kindness. Extending it out to more people in the room. Letting it flow out to the land, to the earth, to the creatures, those that are seen and unseen, to our family and our friends, our loved ones, all beings in all directions, in all the realms. May all beings be at peace. May all beings have their hearts filled with the warmth of loving kindness. May all beings be open to the way things are. Once again, letting the words drop, the images drop. And just see if you can sense what's here, what remains in the open space of awareness. Allowing, accepting what's here. just the way it is. As you breathe,
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.